in the know for Wednesday, January 6th, the sixth day of 2021. There are 359 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Lynchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Going to be a big day in Washington, D.C. I don't want to be anywhere near there today as a joint session of Congress takes place. We'll tell you about that. And also uh, the uh, happenings in Georgia yesterday. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in. The no settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. How you doing this morning? I'm good. Um, we have entered again um at our house, the Barbie phase. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, thanks to we have. <laughs> thanks to thanks to Santa, we're in the Barbie phase mm-hmm. once again at our house. And as a refresher course for you and I, in the event that we need to get Barbie's attention in the coming days, Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. So, you know, sometimes when you say a child's all three names together, it gets their attention. Mm-hmm. But this way, if, if Barbie needs any coaching along the way, let's oh. just remember Barbie uh, Barbara Millicent Roberts is how like we get that. Barbie's attention. She's the pride of punk and center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Lang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? Doing well. You've got a three-named kid, Eli the Thomas. Eli the Thomas. Who is uh, whoo, milestone today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I asked. remember when he was so small. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I asked. That, that was till his senior year when he grew seven inches. <laughs> he was small until then. He did get... Uh, I asked did. Mark yesterday, would you like, during a break, would you like to fill out? And he pulled his headphone back. I said, Eli's 21 tomorrow. He just covered it back up and didn't acknowledge that I yeah, said it. It's... Um, I just remember, uh, so I remember when you came to work here and how mm-hmm. small your kids were then, mm-hmm. and they there was a trio of them, and they're kind of like ducklings. They yeah. were stair stepped at that time. Uh-huh. You, know, uh, you got big, middle, uh, big, medium, and small. Mm-hmm. Now they've they've jockeyed themselves to different heights and and such, <clears throat> but they used to just run laps around the building. Oh, you yeah. know, like yeah, they yeah. would just they would run around and they would you know it was just uh, so now it's. Uh, Time uh, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, a lot of people are are dying to know mm-hmm. how your day went yesterday because <laughs> when we left a few minutes after ten o'clock, you seemed to be off and rolling uh-huh. with your new um, roller derby persona. And again, this is not. I didn't give you this name, but you've been given the new stage name at the roller derby of Hot Flash. Right. Yeah, that that was a, a recommendation yesterday that that made it. It's it's. <laughs> Surfacing to the top, we'll see. Yeah, we've not we've, we've not landed not on it. It's on, it's on it, the short it's, list. It's on the short list of, yeah. of hot flash. Yeah. I just I loved it because it aligns with your purple flash heritage. I did too. Of going to Caneyville, clearly you're hot. You know, yeah. and always have been. It has nothing so, to do with my middle age status. So, so hot, hot <laughs> flash. But uh, so, how did the rest of your day go on the roller skates? And more importantly, did you figure out how to get on the TikTok? 
Okay, so I do know how to get on the TikTok because I've already I had already posted some um, video my favorite videos of GJ. We don't use her full name on TikTok because it is such a broader audience, so my niece. But I have not posted my first roller skating video on TikTok because I need some live footage. So I think what I'm going to do is a progressive TikTok, like watching me learn to skate and then when I'm actually in the roller derby itself winning. All right. So you got some pretty good. Yeah. You got yep. some pretty good B roll yesterday, but do you need something that's more loopable? Is that is loopable stuff more TikTok friendly? I don't. I'm yeah, asking. I don't. I don't, know. I don't know. I think it will work fine. I just need to get my hands on that footage. But okay. I will tell you what happened to my body yesterday, which circles me back to using Hot Flash as my derby name, <laughs> my roller skating name, because. Apparently, at, at this age, when you do a little bit of exercise, it requires a lot of rest. I laid down at 3, meaning to be back up in an hour so I could study. So I have a big exam coming up. Mm-hmm. My husband woke me up at 8.30 and said, are you okay? And I just kind of looked at him and closed my eyes again. I got back up this morning at 4.30. So I slept for 13 and a half hours. Mm. Oh, but that's so good. If this is going to be indicative of what roller skating will do to my body, <laughs> I'm not for sure that I will have time to be on the TikTok <laughs> or I work. Got, so something's going to have to give. Oh. Um, if I can make a living at roller skating, then it will be this gig. <laughs> but I don't know that I'm there yet. So <laughs> just stay tuned, people, right, for people, which career people, I end people up people in. People were curious. They I just knew, they right? wanted to know how your day went because yeah. you were, went but no quick. injuries to report. Well, not when you sleep 13 and a half hours. Uh, yeah, true. I fell out of the bed, maybe. <laughs> you were idle quite a bit of time. And uh, any life insurance policy cap increases in, since this time yesterday? got a call. Uh, they wanted to cancel the insurance. I just hung up on them. Uh, yes. I just hung up. Is she not here? Uh, <laughs> New phone, who dis? Yeah. Uh, clouds remain stuck in the area today. We'll see another cloudy afternoon ahead with temperatures only rising a few degrees from where we are this morning. Uh, Clouds remain stubborn overnight, keeping low temperatures from dropping too far down. We'll see lows in the 20s and 30s tonight. Uh, We could see too far in advance, but maybe early next week possibility of rain and snow. Small chance of rain and snow tomorrow evening as well. Uh, Cloudy 40 today, cloudy and 32 tonight, and rain and snow showers late. I think the the further south, the more likely there is to be uh, maybe just a little bit of snow tomorrow night, but I don't think that it's going to be anything... uh, Anything to be too concerned about. 42 is the high for tomorrow. Um, Georgia. Wow. Um, what happened? <laughs> I'm over here going, what happened, people? I mean, I know what happened. What happened to you people? Uh, in a Christmas story, <laughs> when the lamp gets smashed into a million pieces and he goes and tries to put it all together before he's decided to bury it in the backyard and he utters his famous line you used up all the glue on purpose Mm -hmm. and then he says not a finger and then he utters this non-verbal all right he makes this weird that was pretty good the Mm -hmm. old man makes this sound that you don't know what he's saying but you know what he's saying Mm -hmm. you know what he means Mm mm-hmm and so it's and it's where all of these these groundswell of emotions, you know, he's feeling lost, he's feeling anger, he's feeling fear over the future on what life without the leg lamp might look like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the old man this morning. All I want to do is say, yeah, 
You just said it. That was so good. I think you said it for all of us on this side of the fence. I said after the presidential election that I will not be able to forgive Donald Trump if he loses Georgia, Mm -hmm. if he gets in the way and loses Georgia. And it it appears that is exactly what has happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Not solely himself, but I'm going to kind of take you through how we got to today. Uh, Whatever you want to blame COVID on, whoever and whatever you blame COVID on, that's the point of origin that brings us to the election debacle. Donald Trump should have been running away, reelected easily, except he couldn't be him and beat COVID at the same time. If he had just acted the way that he acted, he would have been reelected because of the prosperity. The people in the middle were like, yeah, I don't really like how he acts, but I like the way that the country's going. I like his stance on defense. I like it. Da, 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 da. I like the things they've been able to slow down that are from the liberal agenda. But the way he acted with COVID overlaid, he could not recover from that. And then because he is who he is from the point of the presidential election to yesterday, he clouded the message. He prevented Republican candidates in Georgia from being able to control the narrative to say, if you don't reelect us, Joe Biden gets to do pretty much whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. All he wanted to scream was fraud, 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 but I need you to vote. Fraud, fraud, fraud. That election was fraudulent, but I need you to vote. Now, we can talk, we can talk for days on the legitimacy of the voting process in a COVID-19 world, right? We can, we, we can talk about the virtue and the legitimacy of that and happy to cover that. I'm talking specifically about his actions and what he did to drive blue turnout in Georgia because – so I said in the beginning, blame COVID. So you can blame COVID to begin with. Then you can blame Derek Charvo, all right, the police officer who put his knee on George Floyd's neck is at the is at the headwaters of everything that happened after that in our country for the rest of the year mm-hmm. and into yesterday all the thing all the things we're experiencing today are downstream of two major issues covid and george floyd and for the next 2 years it appears that the democrats are going to get to set the agenda and control the calendar in the senate They already have a narrow majority in the House, so for two years, they get to set the terms, and there will be no more obstruction by Republican leadership in the Senate as it stands this morning, because it comes down to Kamala Harris. You're going to have... now. Procedural issues, calendar issues, when you get a 50-50 split, she breaks the tie, things things will go Chuck Schumer's way. On bigger issues... It's still going to take 60 votes to do things, but then you get these moderate Democrats that become much more in play and important. The Joe Manchins or the Susan Collins of the world, the which way they break becomes very, very important. So I fully expect a big – it may not happen today because I think it will be late enough in the day before these races are called. But if if Ossoff and Varnock are declared the winners – in Georgia, look for a big sell-off on Wall Street. 
because Wall Street is going to react to say, uh-oh, here comes a Biden economy. And that's what we've been trying to thwart off from the presidential election day to today. And poor Mike Pence. He's in a bad position. I feel really bad for our vice president today. He, he has no choice but to ratify the results of the election as the electors are going to present. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen at the end of the day when he doesn't do that? Donald Trump is going to throw our vice president under the bus. He already has this morning. He's already saying he can do it, too. He can stop this. And I'm like, no, I really don't think that he can. So it's going to get ugly within the party at the top. Remember eight minutes ago when I said, That was an attempt to verbalize some of that. Now, here's what I am anxious to see. And I'll say anxious because that is, you know, anxiety there is the root word of it. But I am anxious to see what Kamala Harris, being our first female woman of color vice president, I am anxious to see what this leadership will suggest to put in play that they say will help eradicate the racist issues in our country. I would like to see those things eradicated. I'd like to see some of those things changed, all of those things changed. Um, So their party feels like they're the party to do this. So I'll be anxious to sit back in four years and say, were you successful with that piece of the agenda? Because I think we can all agree we want, well, not all of us, obviously, but many of us can agree, even in the Republican Party, we want those things fixed. So I'm now that it's here, now that you have the, the platform, show me what you're going to do to fix the George Floyd issues. I would just tell you that, I, one, I agree with your sentiment. I, I do think we need more unity in our country, and the way we get to that is is messy. And I mm-hmm. think, uh, and, I, and again, I want to be clear on, um, I'm, I'm extremely strong on equality, but I'm also strong on the sound fiscal conservative nature of our nation that a socialized society is terrible for all races, Mm -hmm. no matter what. And so, but here's what I will tell you is that force the, force the democratic leadership that spent a year trying to tell you what they cared about, that they cared about you, make them show you. Here's the problem. Because they have a tendency to say these issues are important to them, mm-hmm. and then once they get in power, mm-hmm. eh, well, here's why we can't do this, and it's because it's, well, it's it's really challenging. I would encourage you, and this is why that liberal mindset doesn't work. Go to Hofstede's theory. If you have a collectivism society, you're going to have what's called a high-index society. You're going to have what then turns into a masculine society. What we have here is called an individualist society. So in the liberal agenda, they want the socialism, which results in high masculine society, but they also want individualism. Well, you can't have it that way. So it's it's going to collapse. It, you're going to end up eroding things that you want as an individualist, as you want as equality, because you're trying to put in place a collectivism society. It does not work. So decide, and this is what has always been the juxtaposition for me on that liberal agenda, is you're saying two things. You're saying you want this, but you also want this, and it's not going to work that way. On Monday, I said I don't want the $2,000 per person. Now I'm saying, where's my money? I want $3,000. Listen, you're our saviors, right? We need you. We we need you all to help us. So where's my $2,000? I mean, I want to be very transparent. I am excited to see them take a, a... a running goal at their goal 
of ending racism and having right race relations. I am terrified for our economy. Yeah. So it's, you know, I'm in the middle going, okay, let's, let's hopefully reach your goal over here. And please, God, don't let them destroy our economy. In the, in, I, I just, I, I still maintain for either side. And I think you'll find me, there are some areas, you know, that I am just as conservative as the day is long. Mm-hmm. And then on some other ideas, I'm closer to the trying to be in the middle and go, all right, well, it doesn't always have to be my way. And, you know, there's an alternate, two ways to do things, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But what I do find from both sides is a complete lack of honesty oh absolutely like a complete lack of yeah. let, mm-hmm. let's be let's be real about what's going on here so um in a little bit of good news we got bumped up to our uh covid19 vaccine uh, vaccination tier and i say we i mean the three of us oh okay yesterday we were in phase two but today we're in phase one c was yep. it the roller skates? Moving on up. It was, uh, <laughs> they are a threat to society now got, that they're on skates. We got George and Wheezy Jefferson yesterday. We're moving on up uh, to the penthouse, to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Um, because the media is essential. Oh, look at us. And so we went from just qualifying because we're over 40 oh, okay. in phase two uh, to because we're an essential worker in the media we're, we're in phase 1C, so we're the last of the phase 1ers. But now, to be clear, that also means transportation and logistics, food service, shelter and housing, construction, finance, IT and communication, energy, media, legal, public safety, engineers, and water and wastewater are also essential. So we're probably somewhere right behind the bankers. So no, no, no. We're wastewater, media. Truck drivers. That's what I just heard. Wastewater. Uh, the attorneys will figure out a way to be right. somewhere close I'll to the front it. of the line. Right. And then, but at the bottom, we, we're going to be uh, tier one, section C, line 999. Yeah, and there that's, was only nine lines. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly And when right. I say speak for yourself, I don't mean for age. I mean essential media. I'm not for sure what I do on radio is essential. <laughs> Some people but, might call it essential. But, hey, you all keep opening the door for me every morning. I'm going to keep skating through. It's somewhat essential to my mood if that counts for yeah. anything. So okay, very it, good. It, it, uh, it helps. Uh, legislature in uh, Frankfurt sworn into action and gaveled into action yesterday. Uh, not many surprises. Things that got out of committee earlier about what you would expect to get out of limiting the governor's powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a big deal. Then also uh, bringing back that uh, anti-abortion legislation and doing it early enough that they can do a veto override mm-hmm. if they need to. Uh, but then I did see, you know, we were told, well, it's going to be, you know, just just core things. We're not going to do a lot of frivolous things. And then I saw. Um, up the road from E-Town, uh, Jim Duplessis, he was involved in sponsoring some type of bill that got filed yesterday that bouncers in nightclubs have to have training. And I thought, well, that's an interesting take on essential issue. I'm not saying they don't need training. I just thought, like, well, that goes kind of against limiting the governor, <laughs> you know, uh, fixing our economy, I'm our budget. That, that comes from. Like, what was the root origin for this bill to be sponsored? Did we have a... Think back to all those times you got thrown into public from a nightclub that you probably wished your bouncer that threw you into public. 
had, well, uh, had, well, had it, more training. It didn't work out because public threw me back into the nightclub pretty quickly. <laughs> like, we don't want you out of here either. The, <laughs> You're being thrown back inside. The Men's March Madness Tournament will all be played entirely in Indiana. This year, uh, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, March Madness. Couldn't think of a worse location for you. Hey. Uh, Alabama's what? I actually enjoy Indiana. Dante Smith, uh, Devonte Smith, uh, is the new Heisman Trophy winner. So congratulations to him. First wide receiver to win it in a long, long time. Uh, Kentucky, hey, Kentucky basketball, back to back wins. It wasn't pretty, but it counted. Uh, they defeated Vandy last night, seventy-seven to seventy-four. And then high school basketball last night, Davis County upended Brett County 77-40. Greenwood down Glasgow 78-68. McLean County defeated Trigg County uh, 65-40. Ohio County defeated Grayson County 63-40 on a game you uh, heard on 103.9 The Moose and uh, watched on K105 Digital Productions. And then I always like to keep track of these scores. Uh, Lexington Catholic defeated Lexington Christian 86 to 53. So score one for the Catholics. They downed the Protestants last night. Got to you know you always want to see how you always want to see, see how things are going between the religious factions. Lex Cat defeats Lex Christian 86 to 53. You got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around. We're on in the know. Yesterday would have been a better day. That wind was cutting. Apparently, I did for thirteen hours. You did cuddled up with a pillow or two. Uh, it is um, the Epiphany, also known as Three Kings Day, Christian celebration and public holiday in Spain, Italy, Sweden, and Puerto Rico. Uh, in Ireland, it's known as Little Christmas. In Italy, the kindly witch Le Bafana, Le Bafana. Slides down chimneys on her broom and brings toys and goodies for kids. So, Christmas season still going on uh, in other parts of the world. This is the, uh, also the epiphany is the, um, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. So we get to the end of the season and take down the Christmas tree day. So, the clock starts tomorrow for us. Like, tomorrow... The, when the Christmas decorations are still up at our house, it will be, okay, we're one day delayed mm-hmm. from removing them. I think we're going to have it solved by the end of the weekend. I took- if we get beyond the weekend, then mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like, oh, this should have been taken care of. But uh, the, the de-Christmasing, I think, is going to start maybe tomorrow at our house. I took my stuff down the 26th. Yeah, I think first time I th- ever. I think you're robbing. Uh, I know, but you're robbing yourself ever. of the season. I was a little bit um, two parts. I actually had the energy to do it, and when I I know myself well enough that if I think, oh, I actually want to do that today, I better do it because yeah, it'll be ten more it. months mm-hmm. before I feel like that again. But then I was just kind of over all the decorations. I just didn't feel like I wanted to celebrate last year. Like I wanted to be, I don't know. It didn't put me in that, that mood. I just felt like it needed to come down. I wanted to reclaim my home and just get it all put away. For the last few years, we have had some level of travel right around mm-hmm. Christmas to where we lose three or four days right before Christmas right. that we're not in our home to enjoy right. the Christmas uh, decorations. But that, that has not, that was not the case in 2020. And so as a result, I'm ready 
I'm I'm ready. Typically, I say, oh, no, January 10th. You know, it's like, I'm fine because we haven't spent as much time home enjoying. But now I'm like, all right, I'm ready to I'm ready to turn the turn the page on a new chapter into get go ahead and get winter out of the way. Mm -hmm. I need to get Christmas behind me so we can start getting winter out of the way because it's this is going to be a big year. Would you like to tell us how? Well, <laughs> my something to look forward to. You know, on the odometer on a car. Yeah. You have the the ones wheel. Uh huh. And then you have the tens wheel. Uh huh. And then you have the one hundreds wheel and the thousands wheel. My tens wheel is about to move. The end of July. Okay. My my tens wheel goes from a four to a five. Okay. And so, I got that birthday, uh, and then uh, also we've apparently got a wedding the third week in, in September. Okay. That uh, so in. Yeah. Well, I just I just hear there's turbulence ahead, so I didn't know if that was. There is turbulence ahead. Um, I'm just looking for some positives. So thanks for those. <laughs> I mean, those are positives, right? You may. The two things I told you about. Uh huh. Well, I mean. I, when you get to be when you when you get to be fifty, I suppose you should not take any years for granted. You know, you've you know you hit a half century or go. All right, everyone from here is. Yeah, but but, the, but then I do start thinking about like if I tippy toe, I could probably see the finish line. <laughs> well, don't knock yourself down trying to tippy toe. <laughs> is that why you bought me skates? You want me to roll into the finish line at the same time? <laughs> I had somebody trying to sell me life insurance yesterday, and I felt a little <laughs> insulted. Uh, well, what are you saying? I had, I had people trying to take my life insurance yesterday after the show. So I just it was. So yeah. this is where we are. You think now? You you think the odds jump up because uh -huh. my odometer is going to have a kind of a. It wasn't Christy trying to get you to buy a policy, Listen, was it? I was nowhere around <laughs> yesterday. Okay. You know, Jason's odometer turns over too, and I'm thinking it's time to buy some more insurance, right? Yeah, I just I thought, well, all right. So I don't I, I just think I think twenty twenty one is gonna be It's gonna be a good year. A dynamic year. It can be a good year. Sure. It can also be a bad year. It can be it can be, you know, it just so many, so many different areas of turbulence. And, you know, there have been times that I've been on an aircraft and there's been turbulence. And after the turbulence, I said, whoa, that was, that was like kind of like a roller coaster. Wee. But then there have been times and I thought, oh, dear Lord, please save me from this turbulence. So you yeah. get different types yeah. of turbulence depending upon okay. what you might be. Yeah, I'm still stuck on that you think that all the Christmas decorations are going to come down starting tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to start taking them down tomorrow. So, well, but what so you it's going to be the wreaths, right? What you need wreaths, garlands, right. Santa Clauses. You need a divider, a room divider, painted like a like your wall that you can put up around the Christmas tree, and it looks like your wall is there with mm -hmm. no tree. Yeah, and then you just remove it at Christmas time, and the tree is there again. You know. Old timey when they had those screens that people went behind and changed clothes. Yes, those room dividers. Yeah, That's is what that I'm what it's about? Yeah, right. yeah, screen. Right. Yeah. So, I am a master problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you. In the mill. All right, solve this. Solve this problem. Scientists are suggesting shortening a minute to fifty nine seconds. Well, I think we've already done that though. It's called Facebook. 
social media. The Earth slows down for no one. In fact, according to Global Time officials, it's speeding up, prompting suggestions to shorten the minute by a second. Data shows our former 24-hour daily rotation is decreasing incrementally, making the daily marginally shorter, the day marginally shorter. For example, Sunday, three days ago, lasted only 23 hours, 59 minutes, and 59.9998927 seconds. Keep the change. According to timeanddate.com. So they're saying that, in fact, there have been 28 times that um, 2005's shortest days were longer in 2021. So So they want to take 24 minutes from us a day. They take one second a minute. 24 seconds a day is what they want to take away. Yeah, I think that, is that what you said? 24 minutes a day. That's one minute an hour. Yeah, one minute. At- You've got 60 minutes in an hour. You take one second from each minute. That's 60 seconds. That's get, a minute. It would be six seconds in a day. an hour. So you would shorten You've it. You've got 60 minutes. Okay. All right, so they're going to explain this. The world's clock watchers are, are used to tinkering with time. Since the development of the atomic clock in the 60s, leap seconds have been added 27 times to make up for the slowing rotation. So they... They skip to try to get back on track. But here's my problem. I function on increments of 60 and increments of 30. Mm -hmm. I have shared with you that when I pump gas, if I'm not paying close attention, when I get to 50, I will slow down because I think we're getting to roll over on a dollar when we get to 60 because my entire life has been built around time. Well, at least my entire professional life. Right. So multiples of 59 are going to be much harder for me. And as I just said a few minutes ago, I'm too old to make that change. Mm -hmm. That's just too much. It's too much. It it is too much. Take me to increments of fives. Well, and it is true. So I've had to air air up my tire, and he will tell me how long it takes Mm -hmm. to get however many pounds of pressure. I'm like. Really? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. It's just a matter of. But he knows. Just mm-hmm. a matter of time. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something that's more fun, like ice cream cakes. The Good Humor has just announced they're bringing back Veneta ice cream cakes. Okay. Perhaps the most iconic and fanciest frozen treat of the eighties and nineties. Sounds like. I should have somebody with a birthday today to get one of these. I So this is the first time in nearly 30 years that they are available. So 30 years makes me 19. <laughs> 11. 14. I don't remember these. I don't. You know. And in fact, I don't recall the Good Humor brand. I do. Oh, yeah. So, you do? Yeah, from childhood? Strawberry, they make the shortcake. Oh. The eclairs. Yeah, the eclair ice creams. Those are my favorite. I I just thought that, you know, the dairy case and my childhood was more um, goldenrod mm-hmm. or uh, Holland Dairy or Schwann's or we didn't get... I don't remember seeing, like when Briars became available, we thought, well, ooh la la, Briars. So I don't, I don't recognize the brand Good Humor from childhood. Is my mm-hmm. is my thing. Thank you. 
Uh, also, pickle-flavored Doritos are available at major U.S. retailers. Um, How do you know that chip's pickle flavor? <laughs> yes, you, you TikToked us. You TikToked me something yesterday here after the show in the studio about makes me an assault with a deadly potato chip. Yeah. And you okay, Fran? It was pretty, I must say, it was pretty funny. Uh, Pickle-flavored Doritos, are we okay with this? Yes. Have a try it. Anything pickle-flavored. I love pickles. Yum. All right. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> Dennis Cook. Subliminal message. <laughs> Pickle-flavored Doritos. No, Sarah Cook. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. <laughs> we know who We know who is yeah, actually paying Finance attention. Sewer is. Uh, Bean Dad, we said on Monday, the first... Um, People that are thing that people are freaking about of 2021 was Bean Dad, the guy who posted the story about making uh, his daughter who wanted beans, and he made her sit there for six hours with a can opener. Turns out that was none of that was true. He also got shamed. Uh, they went did a deep dive on his previous tweets and said he was homophobic and that he was racist or or anti-Semitic or something. And so he's had to apologize and blah 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 blah. I didn't get down in this. I just mentioned that people were mad about it but i am already like this year is off to a terrible start in regard to uh i, I don't really want to spend any time on amen and a women i don't want hymnals and hernals i don't want hemorrhoids and heroids i just can we just i don't want that either can we just can we just go on into 2021 without having to have this nonsense him mccain sound fun though him <laughs> <laughs> mccain's can be fun yeah. i suppose Gotta get to a break. We'll come back. You pick trivia is on your horizon. Hang around. We're running the nose. Did you know? Incidences of deja vu decrease with age. That's funny, because in a similar story, incidences of going to deja vu decreased with age. <laughs> Lost one time, and ended up in their parking lot, and looked up and went, "What is happening?" This was 1994. I'm in college. I'm like, I don't think this is a path life has for me. <laughs> Those two things are similar in in nature, apparently. Uh, here's uh, let's play. You pick trivia. We'll work in some other entertainment but uh, trying to keep the mental acuity at a uh, super high level and also just basically distract ourselves from uh, things that might be happening in Georgia today. We're going to play You Pick Trivia. Actually, I guess the eyes have shifted to Washington today as uh, Congress is about to certify the Electoral College votes. Wait a minute. I said I was going to talk more about that today. Only make me mad. You Pick Trivia. You pick trivia. If you win, you win absolutely nothing. Except the ability to brag to your friends that you got it right. Here's question number one. The 2014 film Maleficent is based on which story? 
The 2014 film Maleficent is based on which story? Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, or The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Is it Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, or The Hunchback of Notre Dame? I used to say Notre Dame, and Taylor would correct me, and she'd say, no, Daddy, it's Notre Dame, because she had watched the movie. I was like, no, it's the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. We agreed to disagree. Actually, you're I agreed right. to say it her way. I think you're both right. Depends on where you are. Yeah. All right, 2014 film Maleficent. What, Angelina Jolie? She played Maleficent? Yes. Uh, it's based on which story? Miss Buckles, you wrote down first. What's the answer? Sleeping Beauty. You say Sleeping Beauty. Misty, you say? Sleeping Beauty. And you all are both correct. It is Sleeping Beauty. Here's question. Bridgerton. Before I get to question number two. Bridgerton apparently is the thing. So good. Uh, Bridgerton scores the fifth largest debut for a streaming series on Netflix. It is the first project from Shonda Rhimes on Netflix Mm -hmm. in a super deal. So, Mm -hmm. uh, How to Get Away with Murder and uh, Grey's Anatomy, but uh, what was the other? Olivia Pope. um, Scandal. 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 Uh, All these great Shonda Rhimes shows, but now... Kind of unrestricted mm-hmm. on the Netflix landscape. So uh, I thought I was bringing something new to the show, but Misty, you apparently have already slid into Bridgerton. Um, I'm rewatching it. Oh, you're yeah. rewatching it? Yes. Yes. It is so good. It is so, so good. But I love historical content. Like, I love the series Rain. I love all of those things. So this is going to take you back to the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take you back to a time when courting was done by brothers and fathers overseeing multiple suitors for their daughters. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. They went to balls. More and you, arranged they, type things. No, and... not necessarily arranged. Like we'd come out of that, but like at the ball, you, the woman would have a card with lines attached, tied to her wrist, and you would have to come up and ask for one of her dances. She was allowed so many dances a night. My dance card is full. That's where we get that line. Okay. Yes, my dance card is full. So, uh, yeah, so it's it's very good. Now, what you have to be careful about is when we go walking girls out on a walking trail, you could leave there engaged if someone, you know, you pass a guy and you wave and they wave, then we're basically engaged at that point. So Mm -hmm. you have to be really careful about society now. So, uh, in the break between Christmas and New Year, I was trying to decide what I was going to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, Christy, you remember, I said, I'm going to watch Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. And if I don't watch that, I'm thinking about watching the first season of The Sopranos mm-hmm. and going back and rewatching that and starting it again. And then I realized after I watched Peaky Blinders, they're the same show a hundred years apart. Yeah. That's exa- it's, it's just about gangs. Yes. It's just a gangster. It's a gangster yeah. series. Peaky Blinders is a very good, by yeah. the way. So. Bridgerton is so good. It's going to be all right. 63, so million, 63 million households have streamed Bridgerton mm-hmm. since Christmas Day. Mm. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. Me twice. Here's question two. What is the official term for animated programs that originate in Japan? What is the official term for animated programs that originate in Japan? Kimono, ginkgo, anime, or anime? Kimono, ginkgo, anime, or anime. What is the official term for animated programs that originate in Japan? Kimono, ginkgo, anime, or anime. Kimye, 
doing Splitsville. So the word is the uh, splitting the canned goods between Kanye and Kim mm. is only a matter of time. In, a, in an interesting move, she sold a 20% share of her uh, beauty line for $200 million. She sold a 20% stake wow. for $200 million. An odd move. Weird that she would liquidate that part mm-hmm. if they're getting ready to split the canned goods. Right. So I don't know what that means. All right, Misty, is it uh, is the correct answer kimono, ginkgo, anime, or anime? Anime, C. Anime, C, A-N-I-M-E. Beach, what do you say? I really wanted it to be D, anime, mm-hmm. but it is anime. It is anime. You all are both correct. In the title of the Beatles album, to which do Sgt. Pepper's band members belong? In the title of the Beatles album, to which do Sgt. Pepper's band members belong? Is it A, Magical Mystery? Is it B, Lonely Hearts? Is it C, Mensa? Or D, The Shriners? Magical Mystery, Lonely Hearts, Mensa or Shriners, what do Sergeant Pepper's band members belong to? I've been watching Peaky Blinders and getting a bit of the Irish accent yeah, that comes yeah. out. Yes. Use. You don't call people you, you call them use. E-W-E-S. You just add an S on the end of everything that you say. Grammys are postponed. Grammys. The Grammys are postponed. I got some Irish blood in me. You follow the. We've actually followed multiple lines back to Ireland for me, but also Great Britain. So that's why Peaky Blinders. You know, just, Perfect. it feels like I'm just. It feels like I would have been member mm-hmm. of the um, Shelby family. Mm. I'd have been. I'd have been in the Shelby family. Probably. If I were. Probably so. All right. Uh, question number three. Uh, Beach, is it uh, Magical Mystery, Lonely Hearts, Mensa, or Shriners? Well, I didn't write anything down, and I had to cheat and look off hers, so you may want to ask her. <laughs> okay. Misty. It makes sense now, but Lonely Hearts Club Sergeant Band. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That is absolutely, positively correct. And poor, poor Tanya Roberts. So I've been holding this story for three days. On Monday, she's a former Bond girl, and she also um, was on that 70s show. On Monday, I was going to tell you she had passed. Then yesterday, I was going to tell you, wait, she didn't pass. The publicist was wrong, and I didn't get to either story. And today, I'm here to tell you, officially, Tanya Roberts has passed at age 65. So another Bond girl gone too soon. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. noises? Uh, chewing. Do, pin clicking. Littering. All right, wait a minute. Pin clicking or chewing, it can't be the I same. I said noises initially. All right, noises yeah. is fine. All right, you can stick with noises. Littering. Littering Seeing is the one thing litter. that just makes Throw you, things out makes, you window makes me crazy. I think there's something else closer to, I think there's something else that happens more frequently that makes you lose your temper. Me? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What's that? I, I don't know. I'm just saying there's got to be something. Oh. You get, you get probably lose your temper more frequently than you see someone litter. Is my point. See what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, you weren't here yesterday, honey. We established that we're uh, all friends enough that we have refrigerator rights at each other's mm-hmm. homes. 
Well, because of the skates, he has no medicine cabinet well, rights as well. I think we've been doing that for a while, right? I think, well, but it, it was good to get it out in <laughs> yeah. the open and yeah. identify that even like even if we weren't there. Come on in. Yeah. You you have it to the yeah. yeah. On television tonight. The Price is Right at Night on CBS. Name that tune on Fox. I'm so glad that Name That Tune is back. I would be curious to see how well I do at Name That Tune. If it could be like Name That Tune 80s edition, I think I would go undefeated. Yeah, we're both pretty strong. Like all comers, I could defeat. But now the newer you get, probably the harder it would get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I could go back to the 70s and do very well. I think mm-hmm. I could go back to the 60s and do very well. But music from the last five to six years, yeah, I'd lose on the first round. But it will be interesting to see how, you know, if you watch the show Shazam that Jamie Foxx was starring in, it basically was named that tune, slightly reformatted. Yeah. Uh, I'll be interesting to see how well I do in the old format of Name That Tune. Jane Krakowski is the hostess of the show. Are we still allowed to say hostess? Like, we're not allowed to say actress anymore, so we just have to say actor. When did they take actress away? It's, you can't, if, you watch, if you watch it, everybody that's woke says an actor. It's an actor, not an actress. Everyone's, no. a, everyone's an actor. I'm an actress. Yeah. Just waiting to be discovered. Well, and I'm going to come at you and rock you like a hemocane. Yeah, that's good, though. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Right. See, if I sing the Scorpion song, I yeah. have to change it. Rock yeah. you like a hemocane. And I hope you name your heroids after me. Mm-hmm. I already did. Good. And uh, <laughs> then rock you with some Novocaine. Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Nature Gone Wild on A&E, the series premiere, and on Discovery, the season two premiere of Undercover Billionaire. <laughs> oh, and uh, three episodes of Jeopardy. Hosted by Alex Trebek Remain. I learned after I told you yesterday morning that he asked uh, the show from Monday. He had a heartfelt message that he wanted to send to the audience. And I wondered if this would be a theme, if there would be something in the beginning of each episode. Last night, there was no such sentiment. So he began the week by talking about kindness and needed everybody's help to be a little more kind and make a better society, etc., Come to find out the last five episodes that he taped, he asked to tape because he had had intestinal surgery 10 days before that and recovered from the surgery. And I think that when we go back and look at the end and we see these final five episodes, I think we're going to walk away with the feeling um, and be pretty confident that he knew. This was his last. That he knew these were these were the last five and I think that as we get into tomorrow's and Friday's, we'll have that even more confirmed. He started the final five with a public service announcement. Um, I hate to trivialize it by calling it a pub- public service announcement, but it is a public service if we'll do what he right, said. So, right. Anyway. Okay. I've never been a watcher, but I do like – I am very – Empathetic towards you about just it. an institution. You know, he's yeah. an, it's a, it's an, it's it an American yeah. institution, and he is. He made being smart cool, and that's not always been. Sure, you know, it made it a little bit easier that if you were a little bit nerdy, you felt like you you know you had a you had a team. Yeah, not everybody can play hangman and spin a wheel. It's true. 
I really should take it. I really should be nicer to the people on Wheel of Fortune that don't get the puzzles as soon as I do. I can't believe you can't get that. I shouldn't do that. I love those who get it wrong, but the word still fits. And they're... Listen, you can... If you... I know you can waste an entire day on TikTok, Mm -hmm. but you can waste an entire day on Wheel of Fortune blunders on YouTube. Oh, no. I've done that before, too. So good. So good. (laughs) But it only... It only teaches me bad behavior, though, because then I become more critical when I get it and shout it out. I'm like, ha, ha, I knew it. You all don't. Ha, ha. Can I also say, I know we got to do chart toppers. I despise the little white cylindrical handle that they're having to use on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, you've said that before. Nobody's going to catch COVID from the wheel pegs. Make them wash their hands before they go up there. You know they've had a tested, they've had a negative test, or they wouldn't be able to be on the show. If they're in the bubble of the show, nobody going to put the Rona on the wheel peg. It's just feel-goodism. Sure. And and everybody spins the wheel, and it goes like four spaces. <laughs> and I also don't like it because Pat has to tell the person to move in the cl- spot closest to him. Go stand over there so I can go in here and give the wheel a final spin. And it's the only time the wheel makes more than a half a, half a revolution the entire game because he gives it the old, <clears throat> he doesn't have to have a peg, you know? Well, that's true. I was voted most studious in middle <laughs> Which school. Which is ridiculous. Right? I'm sorry. <laughs> now we know that in your middle school life, right. they thought you were a nerd. Le- Leanne didn't forget it because we were in the same class. She probably voted for me. Leanne's probably mad because she wanted it. She probably wants and her vote she's back. she's still angry. Yes, that's what she wants is her vote back. She, Leanne <laughs> says it was a fraudulent election. <laughs> I agree, Leanne. <laughs> Somebody was lying. <laughs> but I feel like Mark was on the yearbook staff as well. <laughs> no, but I, I'm sure I thought about it if I, if I wanted it. Uh, if I wanted to be most studious, that was the only way to get it was to mm-hmm. be on the staff. All right, today's highlight in history. This date in 2001, Vice President Al Gore presiding in his capacity as president of the Senate, <clears throat> Congress, uh, formally certified George W. Bush the winner of the bitterly contested 2000 presidential election. Yeah, he was like gritting his teeth mm-hmm. when he did it. In 1912, New Mexico became the 47th state. Nancy Kerrigan got clubbed to the state in 1994. I guess in a bit of irony, this date in 2017, Joe Biden had to certify Donald Trump as president. And I think he had a snide remark when he did it, too, like he's, or what could be heard as snide. I think he said, it is over. It's over. Yeah. For a while, I guess. Birthdays today. Rowan Atkinson is 66. Mr. Bean. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Lopez is 64. Norman Reedus is 52. Julie Chen is 51. Julie Chen Moonves. Exactly. She insists. Get it right. This this list doesn't have the Moonves on the end, but she wants you to know it's Moonves. And Kate McKinnon is 37 today. So Saturday Night Live, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the blonde. Yes, she was blonde. basically the new Kristen Wiig, yeah. although mm-hmm. she's not new anymore. Uh, Joan of Arc was born this day in 1412. I got to get the chart toppers. It's so weird 
that this happened today. Uh, first, I'll tell you, Eddie Fisher's Oh My Papa was born in this date in 1954. Uh, no, was number one this date in 1954. 1963, Hotel Happiness by Brooke Benton. But in 1972, at the top of the charts, on one of the charts... I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Melanie was number one. To your door at daylight. And I thought, how ironic. It almost seems like you're avoiding me. I'm okay alone with you guys. So Misty's upcoming I need. concert. This will be your closer yes, in your concert, but Harper Valley PTA has to be the encore song. Think so? Do you have to wear a miniskirt, though? I, I completely up to you. It's your concert. But now we know the repertoire, what all is yep. going to involve. Uh, Love on the Rocks, Neil Diamond in 81, Pump Up the Jam, Technotronic in 90. From this moment on, Shania Twain in 99, Fergie Clumsy in 2008. So there you go. Brand new key. Did you find the key? Do your, your roller skates, new roller skates don't require a key, do did they? Did not. No, right, very did good. not. At least they got brakes. <laughs> That's the most important part. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The desire of knowledge, like the thirst of riches, increases with the acquisition of it. The desire of knowledge, like the thirst of riches, increases with the acquisition of it. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B. John.